What's up, World Wide Web? This is Andy here. You're here on Geektainment Weekly on New Radio Media. It is another wonderful and beautiful Friday that we have today. And we're just happy that you're here to geek out with us and have all the fun that we're going to have today. And in studio today, we have a very special guest, a very special boy, David Budazeski. David, how the hell are you? Hot. You're hot. Warm. Warm. It <laughs> Tepid. Is, you know, it is a warm day out today, which, you know. He didn't mean literally. Well, it's hot and <laughs> yes. dangerous. Ooh. Well, you know, extreme. <laughs> on the edge. He does live on the edge. And across from me is the illustrious, the wonderful Ian Bensman. Ian. I'm so illustrious. How are you today? I'm great. I'm I'm exhausted, but I'm great. You're exhausted. It's, it's been a it's been a long couple of weeks. Well, it has. And you know what? Let's talk about this week in geek. Yeah. What what you know, there's something that I want to bring up okay. right now. Oh jeez. And <laughs> I was talking to my wife last night. And she informed me of this new rumor. Mm-hmm. And this is, uh, if you haven't seen Avengers Infinity War by now, shame on you. Yeah, shame on you. Shame on you. Yeah, we're not even going to avoid be like, oh, spoilers are coming up. That's you right. You should have seen it already. You should have. But there's a new rumor floating around out there that Loki's not dead. Oh, he's totally dead. But you, have you heard this rumor? Yeah, I've that heard That Loki's well, not dead, I, I think that, that he's I... actually Bruce Banner. What? Yeah. Hmm. That Loki made, you know, well, then, switch, then, who, then eh, maybe I don't know. That Banner I, got stabbed and killed, but I mean, it's. I, I feel it's like a, it seems a bit far. I feel like those might come from the um, the set photos that leaked mm. of showing him from in the scenes from the first movie that we talked about with the time sure. travel theory. Yeah. Right, right, right. Um, I think because I think they've already done that with Loki. Yeah, they've done the where you know he's dead but he's not dead a couple yeah. times. I think he's dead. It, it, that was one. Of, I think that was. One of the top three most impactful moments in Infinity War. Well, I mean, you just went from he's dead to I think he's dead. Well, no, I'm saying obviously anyone can get brought back because they're going to bring back everyone. Yes. You know they are. Like, Spoiler alert for that. I mean, everybody's coming back. Yeah, like they already said Spider-Man Homecoming takes place literally minutes after Avengers 4. So unless Spider-Man Homecoming doesn't feature Spider-Man... <laughs> Which would be awesome. <laughs> Let me just say, that would be awesome. Like, the cojones on, like, the producers and stuff of the movie. It's like, we don't need Spider-Man. We don't need Well, him. that'd be like um, bringing back Roseanne without <laughs> Roseanne that they're talking about. Like, the joke right now that they're going to bring be perfect. back the entire cast except her. It's well, going to be Roseanne without her. Here's how you do it. I-, I will tell you how you do it right now. You pull the last season of Roseanne from the original run, and you flip it. So instead of Dan dying, she dies. She dies. That's clever. So she's totally dead. And she's been dead this whole time, and he's sitting in the basement writing and a little he's book. he's a writer. And he's the writer. <laughs> and then season two starts with him coming upstairs and like, well, I've finished the book. I Like, it's the old Bilbo Baggins. Right. I finished it. Frodo, and, like, it's your and, time. And, like, they can show, like, Roseanne's character actually having, like, this really violent death. Just, like, over <laughs> yeah. the top. Just this, let that like the twenty yes. minutes of this dying I, I had scene. Something, like, whoa, but I think it might be too dark. Oh no, <laughs> oh, no, no. no, no. Um, but uh, yeah, so that's yeah. I don't know. I mean, I will say this though. Mm-hmm. Um, I do think that we're that we're right about the the time travel thing, like almost pretty definitively. Maybe unless it's alternate universes. Robert Downey Jr.'s well, character of Iron Man just got picked up by the TARDIS, and there will be a little Doctor Who. 
I would love that. Why? I know. But it would make no sense. I know it won't. Um, but I'd love to see it. But Freaking Andy's fan fiction over here. Yeah, That's right. 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 The I new ship, show coming. I ship Tony who, who, yeah, and the yeah. Doctor. Um, no, but yeah, so, um, you know, we've been talking about how... Um, how the Fox Disney thing might not happen because Comcast yeah. is me like we're gonna make a count. Well, apparently Disney is prepared to counteroffer. Oh, of course they are. Yeah. Um, well, no, because a lot of people didn't know for sure because it was um, like eight billion dollars more. Well, didn't Disney also say at one point that if there's another offer made, we are not going to? I'm match pretty it. sure they did. Yeah. But, That's a tactic. But, but That's gotta be a tactic. Oh, absolutely. Apparently, though, um, it's gonna be a lot. Like Disney's gonna offer more. Um, like. It's. I'm trying to think of what it, the right way to say it. It's like um. It's basically that like the stock like. So right now most of the deal is like a stock thing. Yeah, as most of them are. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So apparently Comcast was a cash thing. Yeah. All right. Outright. Comcast um, is just. But that now, flush but now apparently cash. Disney's planning to add cash on top of their existing of stock plan. options. Yeah, I, I can't imagine Disney's going to let this one sneak away. Look, they are so close. They can taste. The adamantium claws in their mouth. Supposedly, well, they no, want it. What we'll would know that by taste like? July. That'd be very salty. metallic. Salty. I'm assuming. Like what his like his juices be on the claws as they came out. His You're blood. Just tasting yeah, his green blood. Juice. Well, yeah, because he says it hurts every time in the yeah. stupid movies. Kelsey's <laughs> just giving us weird looks in the phone booth. Like, what the hell are you guys talking? about? I just want to no, know what adamantium no claws no taste like. No way like. for us to ever lick adamantium, so we'll never know. Yet. Yet. You know. We need that VR. That's what we need. <laughs> <laughs> but but like VR that you can taste. Yeah. It's oh the, my it's the goodness. Taste you can see. What would that device look like? You know what that would look. It would look <laughs> like that weird. Mouth. You know that game where you you shove the plastic thing in your mouth and you're trying to like say things to people. It's the stupid like game that they sell at Target. What game was your uncle playing with you? Because I don't remember that at all. <laughs> Wait a minute. He told me he bought it at Target. No, there's <laughs> there's seriously uh, there's seriously a board game that you can buy. And it comes with these mouthpieces, and it does say, please wash after use. But you put it in your mouth, and, and you try to say things, and you have to get your teammate to understand what you're saying. Mm. They've done it on Ellen DeGeneres' show uh, and things like that. Kelsey's like, yeah, yeah, I know I, I think you just about. want to put things in your mouth. Yeah, maybe. this is like a, like a takeoff like of a... who's in my mouth. You know? <laughs> yeah, I, I'm Google. Google, help me. <laughs> okay, it's called uh, Speak Out. It's called Speak Out. Okay, and it is a real thing, and my uncle did not touch me in the naughties. Well, they could like they could have like a, a comic book version of that, where it's like the different Avengers and the different DC characters all you know have their own flavor. You put them in your mouth, and you have to guess who you have in your mouth, right? So then we would know what. I am so glad we brought David on the show today because this is this. This is, is all stream of conscious here. You're you're in for a treat. I we'll, we'll have to play this game sometime. Yeah. <laughs> this is getting very South Park. It's getting very oh South Park. Oh my god, that's fantastic. I would I would play. Oh my god, oh my god, guys! I have Captain America in my mouth right now. There we go. Um, speaking of games, because <laughs> mm. I'm going to segue away from this. Mm. Um, Good idea. Yeah, the that Superman video game that's been rumored on and off for the last couple of years, <laughs> Rocksteady is supposedly rumored again. Yeah. Um, I mean, I wouldn't shock me if they've been working on it this entire time. Just those games secret. are massive. They yeah, are. I mean, they're massive games. I mean, because like when that happens, when like a like a little snippet comes out of a game, it's usually like in the early early pre stages, right. mm -hmm. and so like usually the call to action goes out for like programmers and artists and stuff like that. So that's usually kind of where that comes from. Okay. 
Um, so yeah, I mean, you could be right. It could have just been in, in production this entire time. And I, I mean, when's the next Superman thing coming out? I mean, never. Ne- see, there <laughs> never. you go. I they, mean, they've been rumoring. They've been a rumored. They've been rumoring Man of Steel two for years, ever now. Years. Yeah, and, and I, just the first one. I think he might be their Hulk, in the sense that like yeah. they. they they just can't get the right formula to get people to really click. It's yeah. hard because I was oh, going to yeah. say with a Superman game, it's really right. hard to make that not just a yeah. you know Superman just goes around beating up shit. You know, right. well I think I think when it comes down to it, with a character like Superman and Batman and these characters that have been around for like seventy five years, there's so many different versions of it. So like to like to us. You know, for me anyway, the main Superman I know is the animated series Superman. Whereas for a whole couple generations of people, Christopher Reeve's take on the character mm-hmm. is their Superman. And they're all slightly different. Right. Like my first experience to it was the 90s mullet Superman. Yeah, there you go. And, you know, they had the whole Superboy thing. And, <laughs> and that was rock. a totally different right. adaption. Than, yeah, absolutely. Um, so who knows, you know, what kind of game we'll get yeah. with that. I just think it's hard to make a Superman game where you're Superman and not have it be bullshit. Yeah, like, although you know what, if anyone can do it, it might be Rocksteady. The Arkham, that, the Arkham games are masterpieces. Yes. Well, okay, so the Arkham games are really good, but because Batman as a character lends itself really well to a game. That's true. I mean, he's a guy with flaws. He's yeah. a human. It it makes sense. The, the dark world. You that take it's that set back. In. Batman has no flaws. <laughs> he's perfect. He can be Superman. You know, in modern preparation. That's the that's the meme, <laughs> that's right? That's true. Yeah. And you know, speaking of video games, I know this is kind of in our purview, but. There was a leak. As you know, Internet, I am completely Team Switch. I love my Nintendo Switch so much. I know it has its flaws, but you know what? Nintendo finally did something right. It took two systems to finally get it right, but I think that they, they've tar- they figured out their market. There is a big rumor, and there is a sheet that somebody took a picture of and leaked uh, for the E3 st- uh, setup build for Fortnite is coming to Switch. Really? It wouldn't honestly with how big that game is. Right. Wouldn't shock me. Well, I mean, it runs on a mobile phone, so I mean, Switch is it's really just Hopefully getting past more powerful than a phone. Yes. Yeah. It's 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 just getting past, you know, Nintendo's family-friendly stuff, which they've been a lot more lax in the recent years. Yeah. So. Oh, they've been extremely well, I, I lax. I think they're realizing that a lot of their demographic is growing up and still wants to play you Nintendo, would hope so you, know? you would hope so you would. i don't i don't have that 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 good feeling inside me that nintendo is still looking out for me as a 30 31 year old still gaming well well yeah. here's the thing there's a game on switch right now that had to censor out one of the images because there's nudity in it yeah and it's like this really dark noir la like uh Text-based driven drama. Mm-hmm. So and, and like a lot of their games, there are, are just they're getting a lot darker. You know, with Dark Souls remastered coming out to the Switch. Uh, there's also a couple others that were on this this uh, sheet, including uh, Paladins, uh, a second Overcooked game, DBZ or uh, Dragon Ball Fighter. I'm surprised um, Paladins is is reaching out to Switch. I know, right? And then there's a they 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 on this li- list as well is a new Monster Hunter game. Which when the new when Monster Hunter World came out for all the big systems, I was like, oh, well, you know, this is usually a Nintendo only title, and now it's out for these guys, not Switch. And I think it's going to be an altered version, um, so it's not going to be the same as World. I think like pared down. Um, I can't remember the title of it, but uh, I, yeah, because the image is too small for it. Um, but 
you know, that 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 I thought was pretty cool. So I guess we're going to have to wait and see. And obviously the news of the new Pokemon games yeah, coming out for Switch. That kind of rocked uh, everyone's world. Which I, yeah, David, not a fan, but I actually no. did download the new one for Switch. And it's called Pokemon Quest. And you're a bunch of little cute people, cute Pokemon, and you're very limited to what you can do. You can't control the direction they go. They attack automatically. You can only control when they use their special attacks. That sounds kind of horrible. It's not that great. Like, it's cool that they threw something on there. Um, it's... Well, that new Pokemon game that they're, the Pokemon... Let's Go. Eevee, Let's Go is basically just a console version of Pokemon Go. Well, that's, no. That's fit into the world of Pokemon Yellow, but they took out all the mechanics that made Pokemon fun... Where you're just throwing fucking Pokeballs. No, no, that's not true. They've shown in the video that you actually do battling. They showed a, a, a video of two people battling a trainer, okay? There are no wild Pokemon battles in that game. They've confirmed well, that. Well, yes, the, the Pokemon battles, you throw the ball to catch the Pokemon. You don't battle the Pokemon. I just want to go beat Clefairies to death with a Mewtwo, okay? <laughs> Can I do that? No, I can just throw Pokeballs. I thought that was getting way darker there for a second. No, I... <laughs> I just want to I go with a billy club. And I respect my Pokemon. Eat the damn, damn Clefairies. But, you know, hey, at least... You know, but, th but this title is not the big Pokemon no, title coming to Switch. That'll be, that is 2019. That will, like, blow everyone's So I think mind. this is something like, hey, we, we messed around with this. This was kind of our plan for Pokemon Go in the first place. So here you go. Yeah, whatever, David. It's a it's a free game that we got. It's not free. Well, I I'm hoping it's free. I'm well, you uh, can hope I'm all speaking you want. that into existence. Uh, it is yeah. going to be a, a forty dollar at least title. Look, if it's that much money, I'm probably not going to get it. Yeah. But when they come up with a full fledged Pokemon game, yeah, I will get it. But I think that you now do you think, David, that this could be. Nintendo using this to see if some of the Pokemon Go elements could port well over to the Nintendo Switch. I mean, possibly. Because I, it sounds like they had all these mechanics that, you know, people started migrating away from Pokemon Go that they're like, well, we don't want to waste them. And so they just sort of shoehorned them into this. Right. What, I mean, I'm going to call it a cash grab because well, that's how I feel about the game. Right. Well, I mean, the, the fact that you can switch between back and forth between Pokemon, you know, that's pretty good. Yeah. Both, both games, so. But, I mean, uh, the only thing I will say positive about it, it's Gen 1, which, I mean, the first 151 are probably the best Pokemon they've oh, designed. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, without question. Like, Ice Cream Mon and Refrigerator Mon. And, like, <laughs> they ran out. Oh, yeah. my God. It's some like, of them. It's like, it's like that Family Guy sketch where Stephen King's pitching his new book. Yeah, it's a, lamp a lamp it's a lamp monster. <laughs> I love lamp. Pretty much that's all it was. <laughs> oh, pa paper clip a mon there, there, like... there have been some ridiculous, like, I was... I was when I started seeing the unknowns. Yeah, I was going to say they're special. And it was like at that an point. alphabet. Yeah. That was Gen Two, and I was like, "This yeah. is kind of dumb." Yeah. And then after that, it was like, just gave up. That's what. Yeah, that's probably about when I gave up too. I was like, "Okay." There's so. a new form. Uh, I know I'm stuck on this Pokemon thing. Last thing I want to say about it: there's a new form in Pokemon Go right now of an uh, executor, uh, the palm breach, the palm branch dude. You know the eggs and the yeah, yeah. He's got an extremely long neck. The Aloha one. Yeah, I've, I've seen that one. Yeah, yeah, I've never seen it before until today. Yeah, until, it's, yeah, it's the Aloha that. version. Yeah. yeah. It's dumb. Speaking of dropping off, though. <laughs> yes. Walking Dead. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, I used to watch that show religiously. You did. Every Sunday, I had friends over. We'd all watch it. We'd never missed an episode. Um, 
and I just kind of dropped out of it. But that being said, because the internet's the internet, you can't miss anything nowadays. Like, well, I, I knew I know very little, but you know about what the big thing that just happened. Well, I know about, 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 about Carl. Carl. Yeah, I didn't see. I knew about that specifically because Yahoo didn't even try to hide it. It was no. literally just on the front home page. page. Yeah, front page. Chandler Riggs exiting. Blah blah blah, blah 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 blah. And I was like, what? So I read it, and now there's even more shit. Bunch of rumors are coming out. This has been confirmed. Lauren Cohen is leaving after six episodes of next season. So Maggie's gone. Yeah. But the big, big, big thing, so is Andrew Lincoln. Rick is That's... leaving The Walking Dead. Um, and apparently they just dropped $20 million to Norman Reedus to get him to be the new main character. See, I kind of see this as the death of The Walking Dead. Oh, I, I actually, I personally think it's when they when they did the the Glenn thing. I think when they bashed Glenn's head in, which is one of like the biggest moments in the comics. Yeah, that's the second the show really started to lose it for me, because after that it was kind of like okay, the show is a bunch of treading water until you do big moments like that, and really unless it's Rick, like I really this would have been cool if he left if they hit. It. If no one knew this was happening, and all yeah. of a sudden in the middle of the sixth episode, Rick just gets killed, that's how they should have. Yep, it. that's exactly um, how they should. Yeah. Now, it. because now there's no weight to it. Like before, you like they were so secretive about the Glenn thing, you didn't know who was gonna die, like who got their head bashed in. In yep. fact, they bashed two people's heads in. No one knew that was coming. It was still shocking, even though you knew it was coming. Right. Like some version of that was coming. There's no precedent for this in the comic. Yeah, because like you know, as somebody that has discovered Walking Dead late in the game. You know, when I watched the the last episode of season uh, six, the the finale, when you know it was the cliffhanger, yeah, it was just done so well. The the lead up to it with the, they're in the RV, every way is blocked, they can't get around anywhere. That was great. And then the net, the first episode of season seven, fantastic. Yes. You know, just just with with him toying with Rick. And then after that, it was like, boom. Yep. Like and, and the, now they're getting a new showrunner. Um, which begs the question: Why did this leak then? Like, why didn't they hold it's this not, close it, to their apparently chest? Apparently, it's not a leak. Apparently, they're announcing it. They're just announcing it. They've announced. Oh, so they just don't give a crap anymore. Apparently, they're, like, they're, yeah, they're apparently, even done with The Walking Dead. Yeah. Well, no. The thing with the thing with Lauren Cohen is that she actually signed on to another show mm-hmm. before the season came back, so a lot of people were already thinking it. But yeah, they're like officially confirming it, and that's kind of. Um, I think that's a cop out. I think that I think it gives away a lot of shit. You know, like for a show that's always been so out of left field, like the best moments are out of left field. Do you think yeah. they're trying to kill the show? No, they make way too much money from that show to try and kill the show. And they have way too much creative control over the show. Like if it was mm. like a thing that Kirkman was, con- I mean, he still has a lot of say in it. But right. when it comes down to push come to shove, AMC can do whatever the hell they want to do. Well, I guess only time will tell. Only on time will tell. Well, which some would say was when The Walking Dead fell off the cliff, you know, that whole meme <laughs> yeah. where like the first season and a half were the only good parts of The Walking Dead and then you know I thought it picked up again after season three when they got a new show when Scott Gimple first took over as showrunner I thought it got really good again yeah and and then he kind of from what I've read online is that he kind of is a bit of a tyrant and like the whole thing with Carl wasn't story driven originally it was a dispute that he had with them Hmm. apparently I don't know if that's true um, but I mean, it sounds like he's having issues with actors and that's why they're moving him away from the showrunner role. Mm. That, that makes a lot of sense. And you know, Ian, you and I talked about this, uh, before the show, but more, more cancellations, correct? Which ones? There's so many. Well, <laughs> there's the, so many. Uh, it's like everything on Fox got canceled essentially. Well, that's, that's what I wanted to talk about. The, yeah. Uh, it's uh, like they're Black, preparing Black Cat for the, and, uh, oh, the movie. Yes. The yes. The Sony. You. That's Sony. Yep. So I, Silver, I meant, I meant Sony. Silver and Black, which was going to be at Silver Sable and, um, Black Cat uh-huh. has been pulled from Sony's schedule. 
Um, I'm not shocked at all. It's an IP that's not really well known outside of Spider-Man. I mean, well, that's not so much it. It's it's that was really. I mean, Venom still. We just, like they've been. They've said there's no connection to the Marvel universe. We'll see. Stupid. We'll see. But I hope apparently, um, Silver and Black was supposed to be the first film after Venom, which really definitively said this is a separate universe. So maybe those plans change. Uh, Maybe yeah. the Fox deal is having a, an effect on how Marvel and Sony are working together. Cause, I guess. Because they only have Spider-Man. They have creative control of Spider-Man. Sony can pull that back anytime they want after the contracts are done. Spider-Man is not long for the Marvel Universe, and I don't think. I feel that would be really stupid. I think after Homecoming 3, they, he might be back with Sony. I think it'd be really stupid, too. Well, I mean, this is, the, for the in my opinion... The first 100% Grand Slam success of Spider-Man. Yep. The most accurate portrayal of Spider-Man we've had. I agree. And and it's just they're going to want to pull it away. Like yeah. he's already had, like, you know. Yeah. Well, and then and then you have all this stuff leaking about the rumors for the second one. Um, like, you know, none of it's confirmed or anything. But, like, apparently it's, well, so it is set off at, right after Avengers 4, which we know. That's confirmed. They, after they have said that. Avengers Literally 4, minutes okay. after, apparently. Um, the big rumor is that Stark dies. In Avengers Four, and that big chunk of the movie of the next Spider-Man is him mourning the death. Oh, what an interesting movie! Right. Well, Depre- but it's, depression. Um, the movie. He goes through the but whole it ties like, stages into, of, of loss. Well, basically, it ties into like a Stark tech that gets stolen. Like apparently, Pepper Potts is going to be in the movie. A lot of it takes place in Europe at a Stark like conference. Apparently, um, let's see what else. Mysterio is the main villain. He's an international thief. Master of Illusion. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm cool with that. And apparently we're going to get the fishbowl helmet at some point. He's not going to wear it the whole movie, but we'll get it at some point. Um, Jessica Drew might be popping up in this movie. Okay. As an MI6 operative, which is interesting. But Marvel which, hasn't... Which Jessica you know, Drew, for our audience that doesn't that know That is Spider-Woman. That is Spider-Woman. And then apparently Alistair Smythe is going to appear. Really? As a, as a rival student whose dad works for Stark Industries, Spencer Smythe. So we're going to get both Smythes, maybe. That'd be cool. Okay. Um, and then, let's see. Sounds like oh, a lot of moving parts. Yes, I, I agree. But, um, well, they're they're building towards a Sinister Six. You know they are. I mean, you're getting Mysterio. We already have Vulture. We have Scorpion before he's Scorpion. I suppose that's another one of the rumors is he finally becomes Scorpion. Um, and then also, um, the other rumor is... Do, 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 do. That apparently Mysterio is working for a big mysterious villain who's behind everything. I'm gonna guess it could be Doc Ock because that's kind of who like Marvel's really pushed in the recent history. What about Oscorp? There's no mention of Oscorp. In that's fact, why. I think you're gonna uh, maybe maybe I hope I hope we get we get Green Goblin. Eventually, because that's 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 like having Batman without Joker. Yeah, yeah. But at the same time, they've done it up the wazoo. That's true. Maybe so, it'll be Craven. Who knows? That'd be cool. That'd be kind of cool. I'd love to see Craven. Yeah, but not as like the main overarching. No, villain. no. Well, no. I always thought Craven would be cool if you tied him in with a movie that had also had Chameleon because they're stepbrothers. I didn't know that. And yeah, though they're stepbrothers. Um, That's interesting. And um, like I don't know. I just think this is my interested face. In plots that. would fit well together. But yeah, so there's a lot of rumors coming out for that. You um, know, apparently it's called Spider-Man Field Trip. But <laughs> you're fucking with me. No. 
This is the face I make at pod questions. I mean, that's that's the rumored. That's the rumored. Yeah, that's the rumored. Does he have like Aunt May like sign a permission slip so he can go to Europe? Based around a field trip to Europe. Oh my god. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's the first half of the movie is him trying to convince me to. <laughs> Spider Man Three is going to be prom. I'm. Oh calling yeah, it. without question, it has to be. It has to be. That's how they bookend it. Homecoming, field trip, it has to be prom. Yeah. So you know, that's, that's a lot of rumors about that. Um, oh, the big rumor about the DC universe right now is that Penguin. We're going to get Penguin in either Batman or Gotham City Sirens, which is apparently still happening. I know, right? It's really hard to get excited about any of the DC shit. I would it, say Sirens more over than... I would think so, too. Um, but now, apparently, that Ben Affleck's back as Batman for The Batman, um, which we also don't know if that's confirmed or not yet. I, I have to imagine that it'll be something big and spectacle. So many moving parts, so many rumors that are going on in the internet, and who can you really trust? Just us. No, um, I wouldn't. No, you know, nope. you know, it's funny. It's it's funny you asked that. I've, I've been asked that before. Like, how do you when you read something? How do you yeah. tell? Well, it's because you know you go on the same things, you read the same things over and over again. Different websites, different writers, and you tend to realize which one of them. Yeah, ends up, you know, down certain the line. ones exactly. you know have an it's, inside exactly. track. Exactly, it's not like a website wide thing necessarily. It's it's certain writers, certain and, writers, and it's things. and it's a reputation thing too. Because like absolutely. nobody wants to be the one who's like. Good rumor, good rumor, good rumor, bad rumor, because right. then that's the end of that. No, it's right. funny you say that. Like, so I, I, my buddy Jordan is a ginormous Dick. Bill and Ted fan. So every time there's a rumor that pops up for the last like ten years, he's always like, "Dude, Bill and Ted's happening." So it finally got to the point where I was just like, "Dude, I will text you when it's happening." Ironically, it happened on his birthday this year. Ta-da. But, but like, no, yeah, it's it's one of those things where you got to be sure. You know, otherwise you, you got to say it's a rumor. Yeah, that's true. And like, like uh, you know, kind of circling back to that Nintendo rumor, um, that was uh, kind of uh, confirmed. Not it wasn't confirmed, but the person who brought it uh, had a lot of credibility. So I guess that makes sense. Is like, you know, all these news articles, they have their sources that yeah. they they or say no, like especially especially in gaming, like there's a lot of of just people who just will destroy you if you're wrong once in rumors and. Supposedly, the person who leaked this this Nintendo thing is pretty well established yeah. as a good source. Stuff. Yeah, and that's what I read. Oh, Ian's having a WTF moment. Yeah, they just announced more Power Ranger movies. Well, why wouldn't they? Because the last one made no money. You gotta keep rebooting it. You know, no, no, you... it's gonna be a sequel. Apparently, <laughs> apparently, it's gonna be a continuation. Actually, oh, yes. Oh, good. Have, you know what? You know what you do? You 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 bring you replace everybody except for Tommy. You bring back Jason David Frank. Yeah. Make well, Power Rangers Jason David Frank again. He, I don't want him as a damn security guard. I want him as the Green Ranger or the White. Ranger. I don't care what color Ranger he is. Well, they just did that Make short. Pink. They did that short where he played Lord Dragon. Well, yeah, in the for the, and you know that, like that thing. That video was huge. I mean, we showed yeah, it here. It was really cool, and it was it was just a really well done video, and it was all the hype. Oh, the comic. God, there's more more heartbreaking news over here. What? All right, so dark some dark Phoenix rumors. Oh no! <laughs> Apparently. They don't go into space in the third act. Hold on. So this big <laughs> grounded space movie doesn't go into space except for literally the grounded. Yeah. They're yeah. literally stuck yeah. on the ground. And, and apparently they're, they're shape shifting aliens, but they don't ever mention the word scroll. I'm done. Oh, no. I'm not, though. The, I'm not. The third act is in a planetarium. <laughs> the, the Pink Floyd you show guys, going we see on. The stars. Um, uh, no. Yeah. So that's not even the worst thing. Um, we're gonna keep going here. Um, 
they repeat the moment between Gene and Cyclops from X3. Oh, no. Where, oh, take off your glasses. I can control them. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Oh, uh-huh. they are out of idea. They, they have run yeah. X-Men oh, into the ground. shocking. There's another Quicksilver running scene. Oh, my God. That's all they have going for them. This whole... I just... I'm so happy Fox is losing these characters. They just don't... Like, literally, they're like, we're going to do Dark Phoenix again because we screwed it up the first time. And then we're just going to do almost exactly the same shit. I don't get it. They they have gotten two characters right. Oh, and Gene that's... apparently kills Mystique on accident. Beast gets all mad because he loved Mystique. Beast goes to find Magneto to help Gene. This is kind of cool. Magneto's on Genosha. That's okay. kind of cool. Sure. Um, and let's see. There's an alien invasion. Gene flies into space, gives up all her powers to destroy the fleet. Look, they they have they've gotten oh, they've gotten two they've gotten three movies out of how many right they've gotten Logan right two <laughs> three, and they've they got gotten right they've gotten Logan and <laughs> and Deadpool one and Deadpool two. I don't get it. I don't get why. Oh, there's a big CGI fight at the UN because we all need that. Oh my gosh! Wait, is the entire the entire UN is CG'd? Oh, I don't know. They couldn't get the rights to the actual UN. So well, it's they like did fake the countries. flags are all modified. Yeah, they uh, look, they kind of look like the the stars and stripes, but it's like different. It's like but what's there's, going there's on? There's actually only you know twenty seven stars. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, apparently Dazzler's in the movie, but she's only in a scene where she's making lights at a party. <laughs> Fuck. Oh, Toad's in it. She okay. might as well just friggin' juggle. Like, <laughs> this is. What are your What are your mutant powers? I'm really good at balancing. I can I can ride a unicycle. Oh fuck! Yeah, you know, Ugh. there's there's so many things that are going on in the comic industry, and so many that. rumors. And you know what? There, what I love is reading a new comic. This is what yeah. I call a segue. Good segue. And. Ian and I have recently discovered a new comic series, and we're going to tell you all about that with the author of the comic when we come back from this break on the other side. See you then. As a business owner, you're always looking to save money and cut costs where you can. And if you advertise on radio or television, you know it can get pretty pricey. If radio and TV aren't delivering like they promised, and you're looking for a more reasonably priced way to get your message to the masses, got an answer for you. New Radio Media. With live streaming and on-demand programming, your message can be seen throughout the day, and you can worry a little less about cutting those costs. For more information, go to newradiomedia.com or call Buzz Van Houten at 248-939-9999. What's going on in your neighborhood? They say it takes a village. It's the simple things. The things that are a testament to the old. The things that are a testament to the new. Know what's going on in your community. Check out our community channel on newradiomedia.com. And action. And millions of ducks. You guys go to newradiomedia.com. The arts and entertainment channel. 
on new radio media dot com. It's all about you, and that's the way we like it. Where you're going. What you do to stay fit. What you're eating. What you're thinking. And how you're feeling. Join the conversation at NewRadioMedia.com's Lifestyles channel. Stream the life you want to live. And we are back here on Geektainment Weekly on Friday, June 1st. I had to think about that for a second. It's already freaking June. I know. And on the line, we have BJ Mendelson. How are you today, BJ? Hello? Can you hear me? Yeah, Yeah, I'm sorry. There we go. I'm not normally the guy running the audio board, so that one is on me. How are you today? I'm great. You know, it's funny. I did all the things you're not supposed to do before an interview. Like, right. I had a big, a big thing of peanut butter. And oh, yeah. I've been talking for like two hours, anything, something. So this should be interesting. So you were literally sitting there just eating peanut butter, and you were like, and just eating and talking and just like, you just you were just trying to make this difficult on yourself, weren't you? Yeah, you know, I, I, always, I always like a good challenge. That's why I do comics. Well, <laughs> and you know what? I uh, This this comic was brought to my attention, uh, Vengeance Nevada. And you know what? This was a really good read. Yeah. I I loved the shit out of this comic. This was so friggin' good. And, you know, the first thing I want to talk to you about is the art style of this comic. Because I'm an artist, or at least try to be. And I love the fact that the majority of this comic is in black and white. Can you talk about that a little bit? Yeah, so I wanted to do a, uh, a little bit of a Wizard of Oz thing. So this series will sometimes, uh, like in the next issue, it'll go full color for a good like six or seven pages to, just to show you something, and then I'll go back to being black and white. And so I just thought that was cool. Yeah, I mean, yeah. it's it definitely shows, and then your it's a use great of storytelling technique, and okay. then your use of color, you know, makes it definitely when you do choose to use color, it makes it very impactful. Mm-hmm. I do. Yeah, I know. Uh, I know a lot of people have drawn the comparison to Sin City, uh, which which honestly is something I didn't even think of uh, until after it was brought up, where they have like that yellow bastard who's who's always in color, and I kind of like that too as well, because uh, sometimes I think in comics it's easy to to get lost or to not pay attention to something that's really important. So uh, here, using the color kind of helps to highlight things that the readers should pay attention to. Well, it's like one of those things that really comes from the heart when you do something without thinking about, you know, the outside aspects of it. It just sort of happened that way, which is, you know, it's how you know it comes, like, straight from you, you know? Yeah, I, I think that's that's very true. I mean, you know, the thing I tell people about this project is I, I funded myself. Um, I don't care if it only sells, like, 15 copies. You know, I, I'm doing it because I love doing it. Uh, there's really no other reason for the comic to exist beyond yeah. that. Right. Yeah. So how did how did um did you delve into this medium? So I've been writing like really shitty web comics. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think so I want to say like 2004, but it might even be earlier than that. And uh, I had some success with that. You know, the uh, CBS used to have like a uh, a sort of like Associated Press for college newspapers, and they syndicated my comics. And so I was like, all right, you know, this is this is good, but I don't feel I'm ready enough to actually go ahead and do a comic book. So I just kept practicing, and I got to the point with Vengeance Nevada where I was like, you know what? 
this is something I could put out that I think people would actually enjoy uh, as a full-length comic. And so I just jumped in after years of practicing. Yeah, and I, you know, one thing I really liked, I mean, these characters, they seem pretty well-developed, but I did I did get a real kick out of the couple Star Wars references in the, in the issue that we got. Uh, you know, just why, what made you choose to use those references? Uh, well, there's, so there's a Star Wars uh, reference in every issue. Um, some of it has to, so a big influence on the, on the comic was the Venture Brothers. And, oh, uh, think, yeah. You got yeah, David's so, attention now. Yeah, I love, I absolutely love the show. I can't wait for it to come back this summer. I, I think it's season two where every episode has a Star Wars reference. Yeah, that's and, true. And so I was like, all right, well, if the, sh- if the comic is meant to be like a gender-flipped Adventure Brothers with an all-female cast or almost all-female cast, then I'd like to keep some of the traditions of the Adventure Brothers within the comic. And so one of them uh, was the constant Star Wars call-out in each episode, or each issue in this case. And they have a fake holographic lightsaber that doesn't do anything? <laughs> that is definitely something that's, uh, that's going to come up as well. <laughs> Love it. Yeah, it, again, it, it's absolutely fantastic. And um, you know, I I'm really really interested in in these uh, in in the characters that you've kind of created for uh, you know the, with with the with the sword. Uh, can you can you tell me a little bit about those characters? Yeah. So uh, the one the the one I want people to pay attention to the most is Kristen Jacobs. Uh, I you know, let's go back to Star Wars for a second. When you watch Episode Four, you don't really know what the hell is going on. You just sort of get Luke's story and he's sort of your way into this whole world and so that's sort of the same deal here where i've got these other fully developed characters but the one to pay attention to the most is Kristen jacobs because she's like everyone where uh the series really sets out to answer this question of what happens if you suddenly got everything you ever wanted and so i kind of want to use Kristen to answer that question because i think a lot of people will try to do good or although at least they'll tell you uh i'm gonna you know win the lottery and give all my money to poor people uh, where with Kristen, it's kind of like, okay, I suddenly get everything I've ever wanted. I'm going to be a super villain, <laughs> and I, I, you know, I'm going to see how that plays out. So she, she to me is the one to, to pay the most attention to. Like she's the most every man sort of character, every woman in this case. Yeah, that sounds like the most like logical. I mean, knowing humans, like that would be the most logical I mean, if, step if for I a had person. Super speed, honestly, even if I decided to be a superhero, I would totally like get some free Slurpees from Seven Eleven on occasion. Just kind of speed in there. <laughs> That's what you would use your powers for like, on occasion, Slurpees. not all the time. Jeez. I'd fight crime in my downtime. <laughs> you know. Just be, and then, but no, but like in between the crime fighting, I yeah. want a free Slurpee. I saved the city. I deserve it. You know, cops well, you don't get think they would stuff. give you a free Slurpee? I'd rather not ask. <laughs> I mean, if they can't see me anyway, Socially they're going to have no idea. superhero. There's <laughs> a character for you. I think so. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of like the, uh, you, you guys see the real superhero, the quote unquote real superheroes in Seattle? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right, so, yeah. What, like, uh, what's his name? He has like a suit and everything. Yeah. He's, he got, he's gotten beaten up more than a few times. So he's kind of like the real life kick ass. Uh, but what fascinates me about them is they're very much, in this group of them, they're very much concerned with the attention that they get. And well, that's it's all part about of the reason, press. Yeah, and so that's part of the reason why they do it. And that sort of is what led into Bench Nevada, because I was reading about them and I was like, okay, you guys, are, you want to be superheroes and um, you want to go and do this stuff, but very clearly you always want to be on camera, you always want to be giving these interviews. You know, so there's sort of like that, that evil <laughs> silver lining going on. <laughs> Uh, that I was really fascinated by, and I wanted to play with that a bit. So you pull inspiration from everywhere in this comic. I mean, it's all over the place here, but you've made it yeah. so cohesive and your own vision. It's 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 astounding. 
Well, thank you. Yeah, um, but I think a lot of the reviews have said it's like a mashup of all these things, which is which is crazy because I never set out to do that. Like it was not it was not even a thought because someone was like, "Oh, well, you, you got kind of like an end of the world zombie thing," which I didn't even think about mm-hmm. uh, until people started reading the issue. Like that was just like a throwaway thing to get the sword to Kristen <laughs> that I put in there, and uh, people were like, "Oh, well, I, I can see the, the the Walking Dead influences, and I can mm-hmm. see Sin City." And, uh, yeah, it's kind of fascinating to see what people apply to the book once it's out. But yeah, I definitely did try to go out there and just play with the stuff I like. You know, like I said, I, I do it because I love it. So it's my chance to, to do the things I've always enjoyed. No, that's that's fantastic. I mean, if you look at throughout history, if you look at you know some of the biggest you know IPs of all time, just Star Wars for example, mm-hmm. that that's uh, just George Lucas mixing all of his influences. In fact, some of them are just totally not even blatant, like the crawl. Everyone's like, "Oh, Star Wars crawl." That's Flash Gordon. Flash Gordon. That's yeah. like yeah. without question, yeah. that is literally just ripped from Flash Gordon. So you know, some of the best things to ever come out in pop culture are heavily inspired by the things that inspired the people who made that. I'd like to. Just... I'd like to say the words heavily stolen. Oh okay. uh, no! They're like no. They're... Well, no. Would you... I'm lovingly. I'm not saying no, so it is a bad we're thing. We're doing that animated series. Do you think that it was stolen or yes. inspired by? Stolen. I would say inspired. And by. it's fine. As the guy who wrote it, I'm going to say inspired. It's fine. Yeah. And you know, like the 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 Syntharians, like when I when I saw like the backstory they were giving about the sword. Um, and, and the priestess uh, who fused with that sword, it was like, I want to know more about these guys. Yeah, it's a very and, interesting world. And and just like, how did how did you come up with that concept for those characters, for the Syntharians? Uh, well, so I've been practicing, right? And uh, I've got at least four or five notebooks floating around uh, my home that's just filled with like characters and different things. Uh, there was a there was a couple of attempts at a comic before Vengeance uh, called Liberty, which we sent out to like Stanley Media. Uh, back before they were all weird and kind of scummy. And uh, the Syntharians had played a huge part in that comic. And I was like, all right, well, they're not going to be like a major focus for Vengeance Nevada, but, uh, you know, in the case people actually like this thing and then the book does well, it gives me something to go and explore in another comic. So that's sort of where they came from and uh, what brought them out. But really they're more inspired by um, uh, the Syrian refugees more than anything else. Um, where you know they're, they're trying to escape the, this huge war, there's millions of them, and they don't have anywhere to go. Uh, I just turned them into aliens and made them go through an, you know, a wormhole, basically. But that's that's sort of what influenced that. Uh, and the armor and everything was more. Uh, it's a really bad Spider-Man book, but did you guys ever read Spider-Man Rain? Oh yeah. Okay. All right. So everyone, I think we could all agree it's bad. It's right? horrible. <laughs> but uh, I was absolutely fascinated by Doc Ock coming back to life through his arm like yeah. he's dead like he's very clearly dead and and but the robotic arms are alive and trying to kill spider-man and i was always like that that is such a cool visual that i, I would like to play with that no I, so I agree i completely agree in fact i love when they brought that back in dan slot run not too long ago yeah i'm so bummed yeah. his run's over i read i read issue 800 yesterday and i just i, I it was a little it was bittersweet it was so good but it's like dan slot's done writing spider-man yeah, I mean, what was it? Ten years on Spider-Man. It's been a long. I've, yeah. I, yeah, I've, I have, um, I've never missed an issue of Spider-Man since I started reading it when I was five, and then when he came on board during the the tri-weekly thing when they started having the different writers and like the one more day and all that stuff. I, he's just great. He's yeah, great. he's he's a terrific guy. I mean, I'm a, I'm a Nick Spencer guy. I'm very excited to see what he'll do with Spider-Man. I thought yes, uh, Superior Foes of Spider-Man is criminally underrated. I agree. Well, I'm, I'm pumped. I agree. I completely agree. That was a great. I lo- I feel like that was one of those books that came out during the Marvel Now like shuffle that just totally was like, it totally just didn't get the audience it deserved. Yeah, 
Yeah, no, I I agree. I think you know part of the problem with Marvel um, launching and relaunching and then relaunching again is that you get these books that are great. Um, I thought Patsy Walker Hellcat was really good. So good. Uh, or She Hulk. Charles Soule's She Hulk was incredible. It just gets lost in the shuffle. Yeah, no, it's inf- it's funny. I I complain about Marvel doing that all the time. Well, I I think it, it has a lot to do with you know their their movie universe. No, it has a lot to do with sale. Well, that too. But apparently, yeah. what it is is issue one comes out huge big bump, and then by issue seven, it's back down to where it was lower than before. Right. So they do it again and again and again. So they're, they're trying to capitalize plus, on using yes. issue. Plus, one. Marvel has they've had market share for years until recently. So it's kind of always just been like we're Marvel. We're going to do what we want to do. Yeah, well, so, not so much anymore. But, so. uh, <laughs> anywho, <laughs> uh, but yeah, um, yeah, so do you have plans to follow the book up? Or um... yes, yeah, so uh, issue two will be out in August. Um, each issue runs about four thousand dollars to do, um, so it's not cheap, and that's that's with me not making any money and like all the money going to Peter to do the art and uh, the art and the lettering and everything. So uh, I'm going to try to hit quarterly with each new issue, but uh, it really depends on like what I have going on. But yeah, so the plan is to do 12 to 15 issues. It's a mini-series, or well, a maxi-series in this case, uh, and they all will come out on Comixology, and then once it's done, I'm going to put it in print and you know do the cons and all that and, and see where it goes. Very, very cool. Yeah, and I, I mean, I have a... I have... A couple other friends that are, you know, kind of doing the same thing that you're doing with, you know, self-financing and and uh, trying to get their their art out because they just, you know, they love their characters, they love their stories. Um, how how long have you been developing? Because uh, I know you you said you used Centaurians in in another one, uh, but how long have you been like kind of developing Vengeance Nevada? About three years. It started out as uh, it really started out as like this this novel idea of a small town sheriff in the middle of Nevada who gets bored and sells shit on eBay to just to pass the time, and she accidentally comes into uh, possession of a supervillain's weapon, uh, which is what where the sword originally had came from, and the villain you know chases around and wants it back. Uh, so that was that was in the initial pitch for Vengeance Nevada. But as I was writing it, I was like, this would be so much more interesting if. We skip past all this, and we just start with her running around with a sword uh, and the consequences of that, and I think that worked better as a comic. So it's been about three years to get there. Was that was that pulling inspiration from No More Heroes? A little bit, yeah. Yeah. Uh, but also it goes back to Venture Brothers because they have um, a place called Malice mm-hmm. where all the supervillains lived, and I was like, okay, well, they're not going to live out in the open, you know, but right. they might live in, like, a really small town. <laughs> Uh, where nobody really travels. It's on the border by California and Nevada. Uh, so that that was something where that I had kind of pulled the idea from, or where I pulled the idea from. Nice. Yeah. Well, you know, thank you so much for taking time out of your day and your schedule to talk to us. I mean, we really appreciate it. And we loved the book. This is yeah, it's such so a good book. Uh, where can people follow you at on social media so that they can uh, keep tabs on you and when your book's coming out? Yeah, so follow me on Twitter at BJ Mendelson or just visit BJMendelson.com. I'll post everything up on there. Um, Twitter is primarily what I use for comics because it's such a huge comics audience. So uh, that's the place to go to get updates on the next issue. Absolutely. Cool. By, by the way, before we let you go, uh, social media bullshit, great read. <laughs> Thank you so much. I'm actually working. The thing I was reading out loud before we, we talked there actually is the revised version of it. So. Oh, very cool. Yeah, I'm excited about that. But before we let you go, we have one question here at Geek Tamer sure. Weekly that we ask every single person that comes on here. If you had a superpower, what would it be? 
Uh, if I was 13 years old, it would be X-ray vision. But now <laughs> I think now all 13-year-old boys want that. Well, exactly. exactly. <laughs> but now, now that I'm 35, um, I, you know, it's that line from Justice League where the Flash asks Batman what his superpower is. Yeah. He says he's rich. I, I think that would be my superpower. I'd be cool with that being my superpower, you know, too, I suppose. We've never gotten no, that's a, a first. repeat. Every every time yeah. we ask this question, it's always something different, unique. Yeah. And 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 not like oh I wish I could fly or right. something. You know we like haven't that. gotten a single I wish I could fly. Yep, because yeah. everyone knows it's overrated. Oh, it's so. I mean, plus the, when you're flying, you just, there's the birds and the bugs, and it's just Cold. like a whole thing. Yeah, yeah. You're, you're gonna you're gonna get them in your mouth, and it's just it's just gross. I had a jeep once, and there's just bugs all over no. the windshield. I have to imagine it's akin to that. But well, money, we all want money. Okay. We all want <laughs> money. If you can be Batman, be Batman. B.J. Mendelssohn, the book is called Vengeance Nevada. Thank you so much for joining us. And uh, we look forward to all the books that are coming out in the future from you. Yeah, thank you guys so much. I'll see you around. Yeah. All right. Have a day. All right, take care. What a great guy. So nice. yeah, what he, he a actually, wonderful dude. He reached dude. out to us um, initially. He is super nice. You know, he is so nice. Um, we've been chatting back and forth. We set this mm-hmm. up a couple weeks ago, actually. Yeah, I do. I do remember um, that. And yeah, I've, I've read the book a few times since then. It's a great read. Yeah, I've only um, had a chance to read through it once, but I'm I'm telling you, the Centaurians. Like, I'm hoping I pronounced that correctly, but he didn't uh, correct you. So he didn't correct me, but he could have been really nice and just not wanted to make me <laughs> look dumb. Which, if that was the case, thanks, BJ. Yeah, no, I'm, uh, I'm but excited. Those those the, the the way those were drawn, mm-hmm. and like it was like I just want to know more about these. It's a really well developed. Like I, I'm very interested to see where it goes. Well, the fact that he said that he had all of this like back catalog stuff, and the Centaurians were part of a different comic that he submitted before, means yeah. that he they they're well really well developed. Yeah. Because he's got you know all this stuff he's done before, so that I think you know that's going to make oh, this I, book I get even it. better. Absolutely. And I love. I knew as soon as he said Venture Brothers, I looked right at David. And I knew that it was just going to be like, yep, because David and I both have a huge affinity for Venture yeah. Bros. The pain is real. I'm the so pain. excited for the new season. Well, if it ever comes. It will. No, it's, gonna, no, it's no, coming it's this year. For it's sure. this year? It's 100% Man. this year. Well, they seem to do Take that. My they did that last card. season. It's like, oh, by the way, guys, in a month from now, there's new Venture Brothers. Yeah. Like, But see, here's the thing. The new Venture the the season coming out, is not what I'm worried about. It's the season after that. You know? Okay. Yeah. Because How long will that take? Yeah, because then it's like another two year wait. Yeah, which... I had that problem with. Well, I got lucky. Actually, everyone else had that problem with Rick and Morty. I picked up Rick and Morty, thankfully, about four months before season three came out. Well, right? I, no, I was so, I was around the same boat as yeah, you. Yeah, so you I and only I were had in the to, same yeah, boat. So we only had to wait like a tiny, tiny, tiny bit, which was awesome. Well, yeah. And now we have, we're stuck with every other schmuck waiting for the next seventy episodes. See, I've been I've been watching Venture Brothers since like the first season, and so like I am just like completely. Like, oh, I had the thousand gosh. yard stare whenever like. Venture Brothers comes up yeah. and like they'll wait for it and it's like yeah dude that yeah, was I've been there. that was 4-3 aspect ratio yeah. that was square that's, yeah. it looked like it was made in like flash it was yeah, yeah. no I mean that's that's the, the beauty oh and also gosh. the weirdness of Adult Swim yeah is is it you could get stuff all the time and then you can get like here's one season for five years I mean they're bringing back Harvey Birdman they should he's Harvey I... Birdman Attorney General yeah <laughs> Or attor- yeah, it's attorney general at law or something like well, that. Well, what about uh, what about old Fooly Cooley, Dave? Oh yeah, that, um, so that comes out tomorrow, actually. Yeah, but you've already seen it though. Right? I yep yep. So we went you, to see two. You've seen the E2? first episode. Yeah right? yeah yeah. Yeah, so we went to see two e two. They pulled a fast one on us and showed us the very first episode of the new. I think it's called Alternative. Is the one? Yes, that's what it's called. So it's a lie. Exactly. No, because there's uh there's fully coolly there's fully coolly alternative, and then the other one was 
I can't remember off the top of my head right now, and I feel like garbage. Um, but the, the progressive and alternative. Um, so alternative uh, takes place. It seems to take place after the events of the first one. Like I don't. I'm not sure of the time frame. Because in the first, okay, so I'm not gonna spoil anything. I'm, yeah, no, please don't, because I'm. That's that's as far as I'm going to go. Because every, everything, just watch it on Adult Swim. It was it was great. The music, the pillows are back, and it sounds fantastic. New music, um, all the characters um, that were in the previous one that make a return here, the same voices, all that stuff, the same people involved creatively. Um, it's that's it's, always nice. I hate when they bring stuff back and it it's like has none of the original people, right? And it's like like well, it's just a different take on it, you yeah. know? It's like no, 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 no. You don't understand. Like fully coolie is fully coolie. You can't just make a different right. take on it and have it be fully coolie. It's something else. No, at that point. it's funny. I I um I was very adamantly opposed to this reboot reboot. Oh yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I don't even want to try to give it a chance. I liked it. Uh, no, honestly, it's it's not going to win any awards, but it's essentially like Power Rangers meets. A reboot and you get it you get to see dot and you get to see enzo like it has the original characters is bob in it bob's in it bob's does, in does it. he look like he bob. looks exactly like bob they left the old system the old system it takes place in a new system so like there's this new hacker who like basically yeah who took mega or mega, mega, megabyte megabyte yeah, megabyte and his sister's in it too at the oh. end it's no it's really if you love the original show i think you'll like it it's not all at in the, the same CG time, world. I was and it's a child very, when I liked the original. That's show. That's true. No, I'm saying it's a kid show. Oh, it's absolutely still a kid show. Yeah. Um, but I I think it took the heart of the first one and they did a very good job of doing it. What about the two idiots, the blue and the red robot that worked? For they're Megabyte? not in it. Ah, come on, they were great. They're, they're not. And if they are, it's like a two second thing. But I don't think uh, they're in it. Um, no, there's literally a whole episode where they go to the old system. It's pretty awesome. I would watch that one. I think I would watch. It's like you know when I watch the new Power Rangers episodes, like when I only they watch have, when like, Tommy's back. When they yeah, exactly yeah. when they have an event like the 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 seeing red and it's like all the right. Red Rangers or when or, they brought him back. I watched all of Dino Thunder because he was on that. Right. Yeah. Not gonna lie. As a doctor, I'm not gonna lie. I was a twenty something year old watching watching that. Not unfortunate. It was eighteen. How long ago was that? Now it was a while ago. Now Dino it, Thunder was. It was. It was a minute. It's it was a long time ago. Probably now. twenty ten. Wow, we're, My, talking, we're not talking about Beast Wars, right? No, no, I love Beast Wars, but we're not. Beast Wars we are was not. dope. I love okay. Beast Wars, and then even Beast Machines was. Cheetor right. was my favorite. When when they went and they changed the animation style completely, yeah. because technology had caught up. Yeah, uh, Beast Machines was. I don't think it was nearly as good. Uh, it was. It was good. Well, it's but, like Red vs. Blue, when they switched to Halo Two, yeah. totally dropped off. Well, it's just like that thing that. What made it good was the how campy it yes. was. Yes. Oh, absolutely. That that opening dialogue. When there's what are they doing? Yeah. <laughs> the same thing they were doing ten minutes ago yeah. when you yeah. asked me, or with the with the warthog. The Blood Gulch Chronicles. Yeah. Looks like a puma. Oh <laughs> my god. <laughs> I which love that which show. I've just started getting into Red versus. Blue. Oh my god. The fir- the Blood Gulch Chronicles I got, part I, is I got amazing. Through, I got through the first season. I think I'm in season two. But the second they so leave much. Blood Gulch, it drops yeah. off. There's so much stuff. Well, then it gets kind of serious, doesn't it? Um, a little bit. Well, sort it, of. Not, it was like, like when they first made it, like you could tell it was just sort of like a labor of love. Ha, ha, ha. Look at us do these funny things with this. Yeah. And then it was like, oh, crap. This is actually kind of popular. Yeah. We need to like bury down and like make an actual storyline yeah. to it. Which I, which kind of took it. Like I, I, it's, I, One of my favorite things to say still 
is when people go the wrong way and they turn back around. Just, just turn around. That's all. <laughs> like, I think that's one of the, my favorite pilots ever. I love the Red vs. Blue pilot. I, yeah. I could watch that on repeat. Yeah. But there was just something about the whole, like, they had to, like, the, it started machinima, really. It's, yeah. it, the, machinima wasn't a thing until that be, that became popular. Yeah. Now they're huge uh, as a, like a production company. Well, doing... I'm, well, the machinima the, as a production. No, no, company I'm talking is... about I'm talking about Rooster Teeth. Oh, oh yeah, Rooster Teeth. Rooster is, like, I'm talking is about Rooster Teeth. Fantastic. Yeah. I love huge. Rooster Teeth yeah. and everything they they sort of do uh, creative wise with Ruby and everything. So good. Yeah, so like good. it's really cool how they just sort of spurred that off into like their own thing and yeah. they have fun. How I love Funhouse. No, fun they, all of I would say everything I've seen from them is actually good. Yeah, there hasn't been anything except for the later seasons of, of Red Rose <laughs> Blue that because it, it isn't what you wanted. I know, it isn't what I you wanted. Everybody else loves it. I I enjoy it still. But there was there was something about the jankiness of them having to do like multiplayer <gasps> and recording and you see oh, the reticle and like it's, and just, it's they have they, to cut off the bottom where the where the yeah, health bars and stuff were. It's a lot more were. basic. You got Lo, like Lopez and yep. uh, yeah, and Sheila the tank. Oh, I love that first season. Oh, it, it was it was it can't pick up chicks in a tank. Oh, I could quote that show for Boom. days for days. Dinner for days. Dinner for days. And I just got <laughs> Jake our board ops attention. He's angry. He I, likes, just, I just see him slowly. He likes to have dinner for days, up. don't you, Jake? No, he's, uh, he's got doesn't want to no, answer no, he's me. He's got nothing. What? <laughs> Always. Always for days. You know what? And if you want to see Jake's antics, head over to newradiomedia.com. Check out Geek Tainment Weekly. Yeah. Jake has his own segment Things are PA Jake. This is the third time you've done it today. Basement. It is Get It to the Geeks. What did you say? This is Geek Tainment Weekly. Shit! Oh, yeah. This is Geek Tainment Weekly. Turn You're on, on this show. In, in front of talent, and then in, in a meeting, and then now. He is, <laughs> he is confused yeah. the two. Yeah. Look. It's like, thanks for dropping by the gong show, everyone. <laughs> Look, guys, it's been a long week, as the end said. It has. It has. We've been working really hard here at New Radio Media. Yeah. And we, you know what, we we love you all. We are very happy that we get the chance to come and talk to you guys. But unfortunately, it is time for wah, us wah, to wah. say good day but, 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 Stick around or, or after adios. this. Stick around after what this. happens after this, David? Uh, Ordinary Gamers is on right after Ooh. you guys. I'm on there. It's pre-recorded, but uh, me and my buddy Mason talk about video games, so join us right after here. Ma- Mason's wearing a ridiculous sombrero. I can't wait to right go see now. him. <laughs> it's fantastic. Can't wait to go a see him. A ridiculous sombrero? Yes. Well, you know what, guys? Thanks so much for tuning in to us. We love you all, and have a happy wonderful friday we'll see you next week geek tainment weekly out <laughs> <laughs>